And now, it's time for the Tech EU Drive at 5 with Robin Bouters and Dan Taylor. Let's do this. Well, all right, all right, all right. You have found it. This is the Tech EU Podcast. I am your host, Dan Taylor. And we are the droids you're looking for. Welcome back to the Drive at 5, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode 4. And today we're going to be talking about Web 3. And I also have building works going on in the background behind me. So if you hear any buzzing, sawing, hammering, or drilling, uh, well, yes, I'm also building a house while recording this show. But as our man with the tan, Robin Vouters, is off on holiday in Italy, I have roped in, I don't know how I managed to pull this one off, the most appropriate person I know to talk about Web3, crypto, DAOs, and all that kind of fun stuff. A man who should need no introduction, but I will introduce him anyway. He is currently advising Mutual Mobile and Siena Network and an interviewer of very famous people, me. Ladies and gentlemen, Monty Munford is joining us on the Drive at Five. Say hi to the folks at home, Monty. Afternoon, Dan. Very nice to hear your sexy voice again. Um, I'm down in Brighton, so you might hear the odd seagull uh, out the window. I did hear a seagull earlier. That was that was kind of fun. Yes, nice. Yeah, that's the difference between London and, and Brighton, right? We got yeah. hammers, hammers and nails here, and Monty's staring out at the beautiful English Channel right now. But enough about the weather. Let's get right into it. I mean, a lot of a lot of stuff did and didn't happen this week. I mean, it was a it was a relatively slow question mark news week, but a lot of Web3 activity. I mean, before we get into it, I do have to talk about the biggest deal of the week, which was Salonis. Uh, they're coming out of Munich. They managed to rope down a billion in capital, 400 in uh, equity, 600 million in debt. They've raised a total of 2.4 billion, uh, and they're in the business of process mining. So the way I understand it, Monty, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, process mining basically... Uh, this is a tool that can find inefficiencies in any f- way, shape, or form of your of your process, and then Salonis they'll automatically, well, they'll try to automatically optimize it for you, which uh, I think you know comes in very valuable, especially right now with you know Monte. I mean, what do you think about this? I mean, the 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 supply chain shortage that we keep hearing yeah. about, right? I'm starting yeah. to think. Is this really a supply chain shortage, or did we just become far too accustomed to a hyper supply chain? Yeah, well, I, I mean, supply chain from you know inception to consumer. I think that that hyper speed that, that a lot of people kind of insist on now, you know, delivering their food and getting everything delivered to their door. I mean, to me, I think that's just laziness. Do you know what I mean? If I if I <laughs> if I ever had food delivered to my flat or mm. my house. Yeah. I would just be a loser because I, I, you know, I just think if if you're going to eat, you've got to either make it yourself or you've got to go and forage and get it. But if that means jumping in the car or walking to the supermarket, then by all means. So I agree with this kind of hyper, hyper su- supply chain. You know, who cares yeah. about you know that that type of thing? But they're, they're quite interesting, Salonis. You know, that's a valuation of what twelve, thirteen billion dollars. And I saw the deal. It's about a billion dollars in liquidity, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you got Qatar Investment Authority. You got some pretty blue chip companies involved, Newberg and Bergman, or Park. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know they know what they know what they're doing. Yeah, uh, but I think yeah. it's, it's like one of those businesses, process mining that it goes on and it's amazing, but no one really knows about it until there's a there's a there's an exit or a raise. And when you see the raise or you see the exit, I think it was in Tech EU this week anyway. 
Um, it's like, blimey, I didn't know that much about them. Oh, blimey, they're doing really well. Oh, what is process mining? It's like maybe they're the best businesses, Dan. You know, the ones that we don't, that don't kind of bleat about how brilliant they are and just get just get on with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. As my friend Nick Stevens says, just those that just do it and don't make, you know, a big fanfare about it. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, one thing that 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 stuck out to me is, uh, you know, UiPath, who's who's involved in this whole automation process. Uh, mm-hmm. They snapped up a company called Process Gold. They also ste- uh, acquired a company called Stepshot to integrate this process mining. IBM bought My Invenio. My Invenio. I guess that's how you say it. Invenio. My Invenio. Sure. Uh, and so, you know, just like you, I hadn't really heard of Salonis un- until uh, until this raise. Uh, and then doing a little bit of the back research, I-, I thought, well, I mean, maybe these guys were set for an acquisition or so. But you know, now that they got a fresh billion in the in the bank account, uh, it looks like they're going to make a a go of it on their own. So, yeah, well, okay, it's, it's a billion in liquidity. That's a bit different, isn't it? You know what I mean? Well, uh, true. IBM, that's that, what's that? What's that famous adage about IBM? No one got sacked for buying it. No one got sacked for buying IBM. Might be that IBM coming later. Yeah. Fun fact. Here's a fun story. So my mom showed me this many, many years ago. She still has it. My granddad, John Earl, may he rest in peace. Never got to meet the guy. He died eleven months before I was born. But John Earl had a prospectus. For this little company called International Business Machines. <laughs> and he chose not to buy. No. I even I don't even know what the initial price was, but John Earl passed on International Business Machines, which of course is IBM. And had he invested, well, I'll tell you what, folks, I, I wouldn't be sitting here doing a podcast from um, uh, a kitchen in London. I'd be doing a podcast from my yacht in the Bahamas. Speaking of yachts in the Bahamas... How's that for a segue? Yes, yes. Let's talk about Web3 and, and all that it entails, right? Okay, Mon- Monty's, Monty's leaning back. It's, 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 is, it, is it too early for a drink? I mean, maybe we should grab a drink to, to, dig, to dig into this one. The big <laughs> one, the big one of the week, Third Web. Uh, Stephen Bartlett, who I'm sure you remember, I remember from Dragon's Den. Um, yeah. Company, you know, kicking off a company, Third Web. They're nine months in existence. They just raised twenty-four million. Uh, they're valued already at one hundred and sixty million. Yeah. And from my understanding, what they do is they make it easier. They make tools to make it easier to get started. You know, for brands and and anybody else to uh, build Web three stuff. There's hear that. There's the building works in the background. Yeah, sure. Sounds like a. I'm going to go with Jigsaw on that one. Where are, um, where are you, Dad? It's, it's, it's uh, Carnival this weekend. Don't you live there? It is. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Notting Hill. Don't, oh. I'm, I'm in, yeah, I know. Don't, don't anybody get excited. I'm in a tiny, tiny little place in Notting Hill. But uh, Carnival is this weekend, and uh, the place where I live happens to be along the parade route. So what Ooh. is quite common is for the homeowners and property owners to board up the front of their houses it's not like I mean it's not like that anymore. Not only, I mean I used to go down there in the early eighties, mate, and it was carnage. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, well this will be my first year here. Uh, I've never seen it, but from what my neighbors have told me, uh, the boards that are going so I'm th- the boards that are going up on the front of the house they they will be completely painted by the end of carnival. So what I'm thinking is yeah. I'm going to ask the builder if I can actually have those boards if I can Absolutely. keep them. I'm going to break them up. 
I'm going to collage them, make them NFT. Can I make it an NFT? I don't see why not. I can make it an NFT and uh, then do... then. What, so what do I do with an NFT? So I make it an NFT. What do I do with it? Do, that, do I then ship that piece of board to somebody? Uh, I don't think that you probably need to go and go and see Stephen Bartlett's investment third web. They'll probably tell you how to do it, mate. Apparently, they, they make tools to make it easier. Exactly. You answered your own question. But can I give you one bit of advice that's not web-free? Uh, on Bank Holiday Monday, go and see Norman Jay at Carnival. Norman Just Jay. Make your way to see Norman Jay. Old school DJ. It's like legendary stuff 15 years ago. Probably still, still is. Norman Jay. Okay, just got uh, it. Just just around the top of uh, uh, t- top of uh, Labrick Grove. Got it, got it. All right. Well, listen. Speaking of NFTs, I mean, if there's any question, you know, I st- <laughs> I still am, am I'm not struggling to wrap my head around it. I kind of got it. But if there's any question about the value in NFTs, uh, report came out earlier this week uh, with some figures. I mean, Nike has pocketed $185 million due to NFT sales. Dolce & Gabbana, you know, stuff we wear every day, $25 million. <laughs> Tiffany's banked $12 million off the NFT uh, hype, head craze. Um, so so what Third Web does is, uh, you know, like I said earlier, they build a series of tools and templates to build any and all types of Web3 apps like that. Uh, yeah. NFT drops, NFT marketplaces, token gating. What is token gating? Monty, Monty what's token gating? I'm just checking Google right now. <laughs> no right. idea. I've never heard of it before. Okay. okay. Well, well, they they can help you do that. Uh, the, to set up a DAO, uh, DeFi protocol, DeFi protocols. Now that's an interesting one for you. Oh, I know. I get that one because I'm an advisor to DeFi, DeFi privacy uh, commu- company and community, Sienna Network, that was set right. up last year. And we made six million in a private sale. I, I understand that. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, but that's it's, it's pretty much a it's like a supply chain in one, isn't it? You know, it's like one stop, but one stop, you know, one stop fits all type of thing. If you're yeah. if you're, but I am, I I did an away day with uh, Snap. They, did, they had a retreat in London, um, in the London, you know, Surrey countryside a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had all these great brands and advertisers there, and I asked, you know, I said, well, I was doing an NFT Web three session with two, you know, experts. And I asked the audience, you know, bear in mind, these are really cutting-edge people, you know. Do you really understand NFTs or Web3? Put your hands up. <laughs> and it's probably about two out of 100. <laughs> your hands up. I'm not kidding. I mean, it was yeah. a successful successful session because at the end of it, I said, put your hands up, you know. And then most people said they did understand yeah. it, you know. Yeah. But I think it's, it's one of those things where it depends how nuanced or deep you get into it. Mm. You, know, you know what I mean? I, I'm usually a bit of a naysayer. When it comes to things that people get too excited to get overexcited about it, and then again, I look for the companies that are actually making money out of it and doing stuff with it, and not making a big deal out of it, or not getting Paul Pogba or some footballer to, to mm. pontificate about it. Do you know what I mean? Right. But what you, you posit there, the numbers there, especially from uh, from Nike. I mean, bloody hell! I mean, that's 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 extraordinary. One hundred and eighty-five million. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm older than you, Dan, but I mean, I come from a world 15, 20 years ago at the start of the internet where Second Life was all the rage, mm-hmm. which is effectively, you know, like the first metaverse, you know. This is one of the things I brought up on the panel with uh, the, the, the chat retreat. You know, this is just Second Life in disguise. And in, in, in many respects, it is. 
right? Yeah. It's just technology's got better and things are faster and there's no lag and you can probably do sexier things and all that stuff. Right. I think that the thing with Web3 and NFTs, I mean, it's obviously a great new universe that's being formed. You know, if you're a believer, you're a believer. Stephen Bartlett obviously is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nike, Dolce Gabbana and Tiffany, who I do buy stuff from Tiffany sometimes, usually for women. <laughs> Um, you know, they're, they're, you know, it, it sounds like a, a great thing. It'd be interesting to see if Nike would use them uh, to help them do this. There's another great company that I consulted for last year called Admix, mm-hmm. who just uh, rebranded as Land Vault with a valuation of $300 million. Uh, CEO, very charismatic French guy called Samuel Huber. They're doing some really amazing stuff here. But the point I'm trying to make is that some companies are doing really amazing stuff. Mm, mm, but yeah. many. Yeah. I mean, you know, from my perspective, I think, um, you know, conversations that I have with friends and, and colleagues, one, one of the biggest problems I see in the whole Web3 space is that, I mean, as it sits right now, it sits it sits with developers, right? These are the guys who are making the tech and they are a very specialized and niche group. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, they speak their own language. You know, they, they speak to each other in code that I literally code that I just do not understand. So I don't know. I think one of the biggest problems with the whole Web3 metaverse, whatever you want to call it, space is communication. You know, you've got you've got developers who speak yeah. their own language trying to speak to the rest of us who just don't get it. Right. So I think there's a huge untapped market for a communications sector to bridge the gap between code speak and human speak. Agreed. I think on all levels. Very, very smart. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but maybe that's just me. But listen, uh, let's also, I want to talk about, <laughs> I can't even pronounce it, Bit, Bit, Bitlevex? Blitlevex? Blitlevex, I think it's called. Bitlevex. It's from Estonia, right? Yes, Bitlevex. Yes. Okay, so Bitlevex. They raised $50 million from Gem Digital Limited, which is a, quote, Bahamas-based digital asset investment firm with offices in Paris and New York. Um, and they are, I think, they're a crypto trading platform, I guess. I don't know. I went and looked at their website. I still can't really figure out what they do. And as far as Gem Digital Limited goes, I mean... I don't know about you, Monty, but anytime I see a Bahamas-based corporation, the, the red flags start to... I mean, I, I've read... Uh, uh, what, what is it? Not the Pelican Brief. What's what's the other one? My, the, is a, uh, oh, I know what you mean. But, you know but, the one. I, yeah, but I, but I also get very nervous when I see the word limited. You mm-hmm. know? Gem mm-hmm. Digital, fine. Gem Digital Limited leading mm-hmm. into a Bahamian-based <laughs> digital asset investment company. Uh-huh. Offices in Paris and New York, apparently. Um, apparently. I don't know about you, but I haven't heard of them. I, well, this is the thing. So I, it took me a good, I don't know, 10 minutes, which in internet time is 10 years, to even find a website. Uh, and it looks pretty okay, I guess. But, I mean, I guess anybody who can develop a website can probably make something look pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, but apparently they've got something like, what was it, $3.4 billion in assets under management? I guess. I mean, Monty, I also have a six point eight billion in assets under management. I'm not going to tell you what. Not going to tell you what those assets are. <laughs> That's what I'm talking to you, man. Exactly. Exactly. So, but listen, a crypto trading platform. I mean, getting fifty million. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but what was it? Last Friday, a week ago, Bitcoin dropped below twenty two k, 
uh, we keep hearing crypto winter, crypto winter, crypto winter. I mean, is now really the time to be dumping fifty million into a crypto trading platform? I mean, you, you've got some experience with that, well, right? I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I don't think I know anything. I don't think anyone knows anything about crypto, really. All I know is that I've written for a lot of the world's leading publications. I get a load of press releases as a result of that. Um, so you can you can you can catch the smell, if that's the right metaphor, of a wave coming. You know, it's like one moment, one minute it's crowdsourced, and the next minute it's blockchain. The next minute it's crypto. The next minute it's Web three. Mm. I am a believer in crypto, and I think that the, the the ecosystem that has formed in the last three or four years around it, which I think in, in many respects has led to to you know, crypto is going to be the trading. You know, it's going to be the currency of Web three, right? Mm. You know what I mean. So, so I'm a believer. I think it, it depends if it depends if you if you've got any cojones, really. You know, there's there's a lot of patterns with crypto bear markets and crypto winters and crypto summers and bull markets and all that stuff. I personally think this is the greatest time to invest or to, especially if if you're creating products, because I don't think many new coins have been listed on exchanges in the last three or four months. I think there's very few coins that have been listed because no one wants to launch a coin in a in a bear market mm. but you know i mean i'll just give you an example at sienna we're still creating products we're launching a launch pad launching a launch pad um, in the next week or so you know i think it's the companies that are still creating products in bear markets that you should be interested in yeah. and i don't know if levex is you know if it's a flash trading cup you know i don't i don't really know what what they do yeah. but they, they seem to be like a lot of you know exchanges but I mean, can, can i just take you here dan would you mind there's something that's kind of been irritating me a little bit about um something is that, what's that? Um, what's on your mind monty talk well, to me i love london right i love i love um not an old carnival i love norman jay whatever but there's been a bit of a exodus to lisbon over the last since the pandemic, right? You mm. know, it's supposed to be yeah. this really friendly place for, for everything like that. Friendly for crypto. So what yeah. that's the signal I'm trying to make. Um, but I'm hearing whispers that investors aren't really happy by the promise that they're, you know, of going there. And as in a so called progressive crypto haven, mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago banks started closing the accounts of exchanges, you know, bit effects would probably you know, they're not there, but you know, that would be something mm -hmm. that would worry them. Right. And it seems like over there, there seems to be some kind of fight going on between the people that want Lisbon to be something and the people that want, you know, it used to be a dictatorship, Lisbon, you know what I mean? Mm. Salazar, I think, like Franco. But earlier this year, the FT said that only 30% of the public believe in the, in the, just, in, in the justice system. Um, and, hmm. and and there seems to be like a lot of ego going on with, with, the, with judges. I, I've got a mate who's Portuguese, told me about the Portuguese press calling out Maverick judges. One particular guy, Carlos Alexandro, who I've been looking at, seems to be the wants to be the centre of attention. Um, he puts, he just, it just, it's all about him. Do you know what I mean? There's a guy called mm. Alvaro Sobrino who owns mm. a sport in Lisbon. Do you know what that is, Dan? Sport in Lisbon. It's a football club, not a soccer club. Right. Football club. <laughs> uh, you know, Thank you for translating to the American English. Thanks. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Lisbon, sport in Lisbon is still a great team. Do you know what I mean? But it's but there's other there's other aspects of it, and one of these is that exodus to Portugal. You know, the golden visas. Like you know, whenever mm. I see a golden visa, I think of Estonia is a great example, but Cyprus, Malta. You know, give. You know, bad actors follow. In Got enough money? We'll we'll give you a, we'll give you yeah, a visa. Exactly. So so maybe that's a story for you there, or someone you know that maybe Portugal isn't this like honeypot of tech nirvana. Yeah. Very well, 
justice system. Maybe I'm not saying corrupts. Uh-huh. I'm not saying anything like that. <laughs> a justice, an antiquated justice system. And Sabrino, this guy, seems to be getting grief from this judge, and it seems just like an ego thing, and maybe it should be investigated. I don't have the time, unfortunately. Well, uh, there's my weekend sorted. <laughs> well, I think uh, it's a good story, Dan. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, I, well, folks, you, you heard it here first from Monty. I'm, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, well, all right, I'll, pl- I'll play it back. I'll get those names. Let me, let me do, let me do, I'll tell you what, let me do a little dig and see what I can come up with. And okay. if there's something there, you'll uh, you'll hear from me. You'll hear from me soon. But uh, you know what, though, I, I got I'm, I'm going to sidebar again. I know we're running long. I try to keep this around 20 minutes, yeah, but uh, but but I mean, hey, we got we got we got a special guest today. So let, let's go a little bit longer. Um, yeah. You know, I was flipping through Netflix the other night. Speaking of cool. corruption and governments, alleged corruption, Dan. Alleged corruption. Alleged, alleged. Thank you. That's right. I, I, we got to stay straight. Stay straight on the record. Uh, <laughs> your buddy John McAfee. I watched the Netflix special. Holy Jesus! I had no idea. What a nutter! <laughs> oh my! You, would you care to comment on that, Mister Mumford? Well, he was a great friend of mine, and and we we bonded very quickly about an infamous session that we did in Malta, uh, some sort of blockchain summit where you know it was chaos. It was beautiful chaos, and I ended up on his yacht afterwards, uh, and everyone else was trying to you know get off his. <laughs> behind really and we were just telling stories it was like oh jesus christ was so similar <laughs> not on the well, scale that he's done things but when you see the netflix movie was it gringo or something it's like you'll never see hammocks uh in the in the same way again you know <laughs> <laughs> did you have, have you watched it i have watched it and i watched it after i interviewed him because right. everyone's, it, so it was, i don't ever whenever i do i'm doing i'm interviewing tim draper uh, next mm-hmm. month, early September, in Copenhagen for Tech Barbecue. Um, and I've got friends of mine who said, oh, my God, he's a hero to me and all that stuff. And it's like, well, you know, I don't really research people when I interview them. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just mm-hmm. think of, uh, you know, at, at what they do at that time when they're with me. Um, and, I, you know, I, I researched John McAfee after I met him. Then it was like, right. oh, my God. <laughs> right. I'm glad right. I didn't know that. <laughs> right. right. I'm, I'm glad I didn't know that before I got on the boat. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean that man in boats. I'll tell you what, Monty. Listen, we have. Thank you for your time. We have run way over. Any uh, any last thoughts for our listeners out there? Well, I, I, no, no, not really. Just have a nice weekend, and if you're in London, go to Carnival. Um, there's a bank holiday in the UK. Have a great weekend, man. Have a great weekend, and just rock on. Life's too short. World's blowing up. We're all going to die. Get wasted. <laughs> World's too short. We're all going to die. Get wasted. Words of wisdom from the inimitable Monty Munford. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for The Drive at Five. My name is Dan Taylor. Yours is not. Have a great weekend. On behalf of Monty and myself, we are out of here.